0: This is a download from Newstalk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Okay, uh, with me now, Philip Malloy, as always, around about this time on Wednesdays, as we look at movies and television. The Hobbit presumably dominating everything, is it? Yeah,
1: The Hobbit is is the main movie of the week, the main movie of the sort of autumn-winter period, and... uh so they'll be expecting it to do very well. It's it's the third um, movie in the Hobbit series, the third and final movie in uh, Peter Jackson's Hobbit series, and it's called The Battle of the Five Armies. And uh, I think... Uh, I don't think it's unfair to say that you would need basically to have seen uh, the other two movies to uh, appreciate this. I think it kind of laps. It, it lacks. If you looked at uh, looked at in its own, it lacks character depth, I think, and narrative definition, and it sometimes feels kind of d- d- dramatically disjointed. Uh, there's a. F- I won't say any more about it than this, but there's a final battle that goes on for uh, forty-five minutes. You know, and as <laughs> that's well, that's a bit much. Yes, and as well. And it opens uh, with okay. The, basically, in in this sort of trilogy, we've had. This group of dwarves um, uh, coming to Bilbo Baggins and basically asking them, him, asking him to accompany them to find their lost home at a place called Arabor, the Lonely Mountain. So he gets involved in that. So that's that first part. The second part then is, is where they come into contact with the dragon smog. And this is a dragon who's voiced by the much the very busy uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, this he he he's holed up in in this mountain, and he 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 loves gold of all kinds. So he has this vast treasure trove of gold, and um, they overcome him in the second one. And in the third one, the third one begins then with him basically going berserk and laying waste to this town. This town called Lake Town, and uh, so that's basically what it is. All right,
0: now. Battle scenes, I always think, are yeah, interesting yeah, yeah.
1: about, like,
0: uh, how they're handled and you can think of some battle scenes. which, are, Like, I mean, if, if you'll forgive me, mm. uh, like the battle scenes in Zulu, for instance. Oh, I, God. I, I knew, yeah, yeah <laughs> but, but, like, were brilliantly no, handled. No, no, well,
1: well I, 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 that, that's a really interesting point because one of the things because about those... Because they were real. Yeah, they were real and when those Zulus came up to the top of the mountain and they started surround yeah. around at Rourke's Drift you actually felt did this this is threatening stuff yes you know? but
0: but they were real Zulu yeah,
1: yeah, whereas yeah. now these
0: battle scenes presumably in the Hobbit is CGI is, yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. And and, but and how to, do they think to, that that uh, they, the the the, the, uh, the the person who bought the ticket for the movie is going to watch 45 minutes well, of a battle.
1: Well, okay, and it is it is the battle of the five armies, so there are five different armies with with their own sort of interest in why they're there and what they want to accomplish. And uh, one of the things, I suppose one of the best people uh, to deal with CGI is Peter Jackson. And the idea, of, obviously, if you, if you can deliver on CGI, if you can deliver um, in a real way, in a credible way, well, you're more than halfway home and he's generally able to okay. do that. And the idea should be to make it as far away, as, as far distant from... Um I I suppose, from a a video game as possible. And he does that. He manages to... He makes great use of models. He makes great use of CGI. And as well, uh, in in terms of melding them in with the uh, New Zealand locations, he's expert at that.
0: All right. Uh, When you spoke to me last, you were Mm. telling me his next project was going to be my beloved Dan
1: Yes, well, the interesting thing about it, first of all, it should be said that okay, the the Hobbit movies were to be made uh, with a famous director called Guillermo del Toro. He worked on the thing for two years and then he pulled out because um, because there was a row involving MGM and they weren't getting anywhere about it. So uh, what happened was Jackson took over the three movies and obviously that took up all his time for the last few years with the result that even though he had built 10 um, model Lancaster aircraft in New Zealand and had them there and did a model, a scale model of the dam the Moon Dam, is the moon, dam. moon moon a Dam uh, and had all that ready. Basically, he had to move over to the Hobbit movies, okay. and that's that's what he did. And the word now is that he's doing um, a second Tintin movie with... Tintin? Yes, oh. a second Tintin movie with, Spiel, uh, with Steven Spielberg. Now, why, in the name of God, at this stage of his life, Steven, Steven Spielberg is into his the second half of his 60s why he wants to be making Tintin movies I don't know right, when you think up. that like someone like like, like Scorsese who's still uh, brimming with and driven by ambition to deliver with on, on really good adult subject matter but uh, Spielberg goes off and does this kind of thing all um, right um I
0: remember you talking about this film when it was first run. When mm. when when you went to see it and yeah. in a preview, and you previewed it as a movie of the week. I uh, watched it uh, on 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 my Sky. What was that? The uh, Monument Men.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed in it. I was too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. very disappointed. Despite was,
1: there was, despite a good cast. No, a very good cast, but there was something sort of lax flaccid, yeah. wasn't there, about yes. about the movie and about the story and about the treatment of it. There was, It liked urgency or something, didn't it? Very much. You know, um, and I, I, as you say, a great cast and I, 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 I've liked some of his movies, but as a director I don't think George Clooney has delivered, has really delivered yet. I liked Good Night and Good Luck, remember? Oh, of course, one? yeah. Great. Um, but uh with, with the bigger the subject the more um i, I the, the more difficult it seems to be for him and uh okay. now do you remember the one um which was a
0: bit complicated he was he he, he wasn't sure who the baddies were, and I remember he was his car he they blew up his car and stuff that was, that, that was
1: called Michael Clayton, but he didn't Mikey yeah Clayton. but but he didn't direct, direct that. it. He, yeah, yeah that was the point, point yeah, he didn't yeah,
0: direct that yeah. now a second thing mm. where are you unjustified?
1: On Justified, I have, uh, and I'm hoping uh, there's a collection of things which I'm hoping. I was just saying to the wife the other night. She, she, she hates me saying this stuff. I, I, I've ordered a collection of things from Amazon.com. That's from America, and uh, that's one of the fifth series of Justified. So I'm um, really, I'm hoping to have it for Christmas. Well, now, do you
0: know what? I've this done? would
1: make my Christmas.
0: Now, it, it, yeah. This guy thing is extraordinary. Yeah, you can download box sets. So yeah. I have downloaded Justified and watched in the space of a week, non-stop watching, of 13 episodes of Series 5 of Justified. Oh, golly.
1: I watched it in five 13 days. episodes. Well, that, yeah. sure, that's the whole series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, download yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, series. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then I read uh, in the trade papers, oh. as you say, <laughs> 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 it, they're going to make Series 6. Yes. And it's going to, going to be, be the last, last one. one.
1: That's the last one, yeah. Um, I think Oliphant wants to move on, and and rightly so. I, he deserves a full, much bigger career uh, than he has, I think. And uh, I'd love to see him becoming... He's he's getting on a bit now, but I'd love to see him becoming a major star.
0: Yeah, well, you'll enjoy Series 5, mm. and uh, I, I was struck for the first time... Uh, what's her name? Rachel... Tease or something. Teasel. Teasel. Yeah. uh, The black girl, the black Mm. cop. Yeah. I I, I really noticed for the first time how small in stature she was. I'd say she's only about five foot barely like, you know, when she stands next to to him. him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 But you'll enjoy series five. Okay. Well, we're on, on TV there then. We better, we should mention, I suppose, the newsroom tonight. I've actually got back into the newsroom and by the way, I've got back into Homeland as well. I saw the last two episodes and, um, the weekend was a last night. I was going to ask
0: you about that. I was, I, last
1: night, I don't know where they shot it, uh, but it's set now in Islamabad. And uh, is they, it good? And the, the, what happened was, um, you know, the character Saul in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's he's been. He's captured. still around. Yeah, he's been captured. Oh, hold on! The
0: producers two episodes w- I'm, behind I'm
1: not going to say much for God's sake, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, there, there's an exchange of prisoners. I'll just say this: an exchange, and there's a shootout then at this roundabout in Islamabad. It's very, very well done, very realistically done. Okay. Um, well,
0: I must look at my old Sky system tonight now okay, and okay. See can and okay. download it all. Okay. But so, uh, at just Homeland, this, I'm just obviously the other the, one. the
1: newsroom. Okay. And, and the third series in the newsroom, they've just done six episodes. And on tonight on Sky Atlantic at 10 o'clock is the fifth. So it's the penultimate episode of. Um, and, and just to say two things, and this, thick, I. Surely I should be allowed to say this. Surely you're uh, just, not allowed to just, say it, but go on. Just, just to say two things. Um, uh, I Hold on, I'll have a good
0: idea. Yeah. I was watching the rugby at the weekend and the fellow said, if you don't want to hear the result <laughs> of the uh, Glasgow game, uh, close your ears now. Right. So if you don't want to hear the result of the newsroom yeah. uh, for about 20 seconds, no, just, just, be just turn 20 the seconds. volume okay. down. Okay,
1: what, what happened was, and this is something that all journalists... Um, We'll have sympathy for, um, there's, there was a debate in about, uh, revealing sources. Okay. That's a big thing. It's always been a big yeah, thing in yeah, yeah, my sure. time in the media anyway. Revealing. And, um, Jeff, the Jeff Daniels, Daniels character, um, uh, the, who's the main character, the anchor uh, 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 the Anchorman, man, Will McAvoy, um, in the series. He has refused to reveal a source. And at the, uh, at the end of last week's episode, he's been sent off to prison. Oh, has he? He's been sent off to prison oh, r- so. in real life. Yeah, I hope yeah, no. In the in the, in the series, and <laughs> I as, thought as, that as was well, a- well as well, there's a storyline about rape in it, which is very. Very similar, uh, to a story, um, that was broken apparently by the Rolling Stone, um, about the college thing, but yes, they got it all u- wrong. University of Virginia. Yeah. And they got yeah, it all they wrong. They got it all wrong. So apparently this storyline, uh, which will develop tonight, is very similar to that. All right. One. Okay. I, I thought it was a terrible series, I must say, the newsroom. Um, uh, I, I want to mention though George um, this new cinema opening in Waterford. Yeah. It's it's a new Omni- omniplex cinema opening in Waterford on Friday and it'll be opening basically with The Hobbit. It's the kind of thing that I think film buffs especially um, love to hear. It's an investment obviously in cinema but it's an investment in Waterford as well. Now the omniplex chain is the biggest cinema chain in the country and um, it opens this, it's a state of the art cinema, Patrick Street in Waterford. Uh, it's a 2 million euro investment and as part of an 8.5 million um, investment or upgrade in regional cinemas around the country. And these are cinemas owned by the Omniplex group. So it's... But that
0: will have more than one uh, five, theater, screens, five, five, five screens five screens and
1: and one of the things that they're doing in all of their cinemas is now is they're opening uh omniplex max uh, screens and you and i were in uh one of their cinemas in rat mines last week and i have to say i was seriously impressed with it well, it really I, looked great yeah,
0: i was just going to say we yeah. saw penguins yeah i mean we didn't see yeah. the whole movie we Not just saw the idea yeah. uh, but i was really impressed by it the was bit really of vivid penguins. yeah, yeah. I, I you could imagine taking kids to it right. I yeah. I really thought it was yeah. good yeah. because I think a lot of these kind of cartoons are kind of too adulty yeah. Yeah.
1: this was back to the old idea that the cartoon was for a child Yeah, but they're witty as well now I, could I just say something about this absolutely fascinating history down, down there in, in Waterford first of all um, this, this man Kevin Anderson in uh, working with a family called the Breen's a local family they opened the Regina Cinema in Patrick Street in 1957 just listen to this in Waterford in Waterford and. Uh, And this, at at that stage, had a capacity of 1,500 and was one of the largest cinemas in the country. Now, Mark Anderson, who's the managing director of Omniplex, he he tells me basically all this. And he says that, that at that time, you'll be delighted to hear this, that the opening film at that time was... High Society. In 1957. High Society, with your pals Grace Kelly, Bing Crosby, and Frank Sinatra. And! Yes.
0: Louis Satchmo and the All Stars. And the movie opens yeah. with the Louis Armstrong All Stars in yeah. the bus yeah. singing High Society. That's
1: right, yeah. Now, after that then, it was tripled um, in 1972 by Paul Anderson, who is Mark Anderson's father and uh, and and the son of the original uh, owner. Anyway, it was it was split in in three in 1972, and in 1992 it was demolished and rebuilt as a five-screen facility under the the Cineplex name. Now the interesting thing is closed down in 2008 due to a downturn in business, a failing economy, and high property rates. So now this is all come back, which is That's great brilliant. to hear. Yeah. But
0: uh- Do you remember when Hollywood was terrified of television and they thought that television was going to shut cinemas down? Isn't it extraordinary that we have this uh, revitalization of film?
1: Yeah, well, the one one thing about uh, cinema, and obviously they realized this in Hollywood with the spectacles and so on in in the early 1950s, is is There should be an emphasis on the cinema being different, on the cinema offering a different service, and a, a different, and maybe a more complete form. Well, of I tell of.
0: you, for a fellow of six foot three, mm. uh, the seats in rat Ratminds, uh, when we went to yeah. see that uh, Max yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Penguins, yeah. seats are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you have leg room of one point two meters. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but so. but
0: they also recline.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely, they do. Uh, and it, 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 I, I have to say, I was Seriously impressed, and I'm, I'm going to try some of the other uh, Mac as as well. Um, right. But I, I, I was looking up 1957. By the way, that was the year of movies like Gunfight at the OK Corral, Tree Tent to Yuma, Sweet Smell of Success, um, The Curse of Frankenstein, and Jailhouse Rock. So there was a lot happening at that time. And who you know? can you remember any Oscars in 57? 57. Who would the who won the Oscars? No, it doesn't occur to me who won them. Yeah. All right. Okay. The the gunfight at
0: the O.K. Corral is the Kirk Douglas Burt Lancaster Kirk, yeah, version.
1: Yeah, one I think of five films that they did together, and it's the um, it's the Wyatt Earp a uh, holiday story basically. Um, so and it looks great. It's directed by John Sturges, who directed the, the Magnificent, uh, magnificent Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a great uh, facility uh, for. For making movies like that sort of live, uh, th- th- for for rendering them in, in kind of vivid color. And uh, they he did, by the way, and, and this really explains exactly what I'm talking about. He did uh, Bad Day at Black Rock as well. Look at the way Bad Day at Black Rock lo- looks now. All right, gorgeous.
0: What, what about a Popcorn? I presume there's Popcorn in the Omniplex. Where do you stand on Popcorn?
1: Well, I, I'm I'm a bit of a footy duddy on this. Um, I and I, I went to a um, went to uh, a showing of uh, a movie, a horror movie, um, in uh, Cineworld in Dublin last night. Uh, it was on at seven o'clock, and I, I don't know why uh, people come in and they have these vast amount of food. George. Yeah, I know. Absolutely <laughs> vast. It's it yourself. Can you not actually look at a cinema without stuffing yourself? Uh, but vast amounts of cola and coke and yeah. all kinds of sandwiches right. and everything.
0: Now, here you are. Mm. Um, Around the World in 80 Days was the uh, Best Picture in oh, 57. Of
1: course, of course, of, course. Yeah, of course. The King and I got five awards. Yeah, they were, you see, that's the kind of thing. Okay, one of the things they were doing as well at that time was they were buying up the rights of uh, hit Broadway musicals. Um, at that yeah. time
0: your searchers didn't win a single I know. nomination who are you telling
1: I mean who are you telling yeah. I mean the great John Ford and the great John Ford's best movie didn't win a single
0: James Dean uh, Giants got 10 nominations
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: did you like Giants
1: well, I, Rock I, Hudson. No, I, no, but again, it's one of those movies. As as you know, I watch movies over and over, and it's one of those that I've watched again and again. And I like the more the more I watch it. Really? Yeah, I think it's it's an. Impressive it's one
0: of the few movies that I only saw once. I mm. always like you. I don't. I don't yeah. again and again and again. Yeah. But there are movies I, I tend to watch movies more than once. Yeah. Uh, I, I never liked that very no, much. I did. I didn't. I actually didn't like a single James Dean movie.
1: Mm, yeah, you didn't like James Dean then? Probably, yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't like the way he was always whining and talking out of the side of his mouth and,
1: yeah. you know. There are all kinds of interesting people in supporting roles in that film. Uh, Rod Taylor is in it. Uh, Dennis Hopper is in it. I yeah. think he plays um, Rob Hudson's uh, and, son and, in it. Um, Carol Baker is in it. And, and uh
0: also, in in one of James Dean movies, didn't he do it with Natalie Wood? Didn't he do a movie with Natalie he did, Wood? He did. Yeah. That's where the Rebel r- Without a Cause. Yeah, where they were doing playing mm. chicken in the cars. That's right, Isn't yeah, that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, um, anyway, do, do you want to do the clip now or what?
0: Yeah, why don't we do the quiz question? Because if you you send your answer, of course, by text to five three one or six cost thirty cent, and we'll have a Netflix subscription for you. So off so, you go, kids. So, kid. so, so
1: uh, well, basically the uh, the question is: Who is this actor? Oh! I know who it is. Yeah, we got a winner.
0: Uh, well, I'm sure. I, how did the winners go? A lot of people saying De Niro.
1: Well, I suppose, yeah, yeah. You but know, well, it's, but uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's certainly not but De Niro. But of course, it's it John is. Hart, yeah. It's John who? John Hart.
0: From which film? From The Elephant Man.
1: Yeah. As, as John Merrick in The Elephant because Man. Because there's Lincoln.
0: a similar sort of phrase with Charlton Heston and Planet of the Edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a similar yeah, kind there of There is, place. there is, yeah. But the winner is John Hurt and uh, the winner is Mark Graham uh, from Dublin. Man, I wonder if he had to it. There was a famous Black Rock out half called Donnie Graham. Many people thought he was even better than Jack Kyle. There's oh, there one you go. Yeah.
1: And anyway, uh, The Elephant Man came out in 1980. It was directed by David Lynch, uh, starred, um, as, as we say, John Hurt, who was nominated for um, Best Actor in a Leading Role for it. I think it was nominated for eight Oscars, and I don't think it won anything. And um, it uh, I, again, uh, Believe it or not, George, at that stage, there was no Oscar for Best Makeup. So there was a there was a huge row at the time, and uh, because of the quality of the makeup in uh, the Elephant Man, it took apparently seven to eight hours every day to apply this makeup to John Hart. And uh, there was a big row about it. So the following year, they introduced a All new right, category okay. for best makeup.
0: All right. Now we were talking about Audie Murphy, and the listener said, uh, they, they, apart from the fact that you said he was a B movie actor, yeah, uh, but he was, yeah, he was. Well, the Sorry. listener just. Agree. Okay. Um, the listener said he died in a plane crash in 1971. I thought, and you thought, he had taken his yeah, own yeah. life. Is that not right? I,
1: I thought he had taken his own life. I yeah. did too, I yeah. must say. Because he, he it was, as you said, I think last week or the week before. Well, we're happy to was correct a, There was a post-traumatic stress sort of um, From element. From the wall. That's the story,
0: right. Yeah. Tons of texts for you. Mm. Um, Martin doesn't ease but he thinks easing is part of the cinema experience. Okay. Right. Uh, Leo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leo is using the Omniplex in Rathmines. Mines. He's a wheelchair user. And he says it's one of the best cinemas ever for wheelchairs. Brilliant. Here's a uh, Now, uh, Paul and Cork, you sent him an interstellar uh, prize pack. Yes. For the last picture show, was it?
1: Yes, it was. Right. The last picture show. Right. <laughs> the picture show. All oh, right. The picture <laughs> show. <laughs> the last picture show. Maybe it is the last picture yeah, show. Yeah, Nobody's stop, told stop, you. Stop. Apparently,
0: the Zulus took a narcotic drink. Um, when fighting the British at Rockstreet, you kept them going forever. Is there a third season of House of Cards coming?
1: There is. There is, yeah. I, I'm not sure it's the last right. one, but there's definitely a third season.
0: Yeah, Colette and Waterford, her husband saw High Society in that cinema, Waterford. You were talking. Yeah, about.
1: Pe- 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 people love that, George. They actually love going and talking about going to the cinema as kids. Yeah, and as will the
0: Capitol in Cork
1: ever open again?
0: I, I, I I've been like it's been shut forever. In I, Cork. I must.
1: I must ask Mark
0: Anderson to have, to have the answer. Uh, what a shame call? because um, the, I saw Jolson uh, sings again oh, in course. the Capitol. Uh, no. Why? By, by, the,
1: by the way, listen. I just had a, a, um, um, an email from Father Bill Fortune from New Town Park Avenue in Black Rock. Uh, he was talking about this slot. He loves it, and he thinks that uh, he thought, he was talking about the fact that we referred to the Cruel Sea and one of your ones that you always referred to, Twelve O'clock High, and the, about war films in general. And he, he, he inquires about Lewis Milestone's A Walk in the Sun and asks if we've seen it. And he said it doesn't come up that often on TV. It's from uh Lewis milestone uh uh, made, I think, in nineteen forty-five. a Great cast in it: Dan Andrews, Young John Ireland, uh, Richard Conte, Lloyd Bridges, and there's a group of character actors: Norman Lloyd, Herbert Rudley, and even Hunts Hall. Do you remember? Oh Hunts yeah, Hall? And, the Barry <laughs> boys. and the Barry Boys. <laughs> He's in it. But the interesting thing is, I saw it. I I, I, I didn't look at it. I'd seen it several times, but I, I just saw that it was on one of your favorite uh, stations, "Movies for Men," last week. <laughs> so uh,
0: uh, I agree. I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. I really liked yeah, yeah, it, Walking yeah. in the Sun. Yeah. Now, Brian... So I, I, uh, j-
1: just to say, George, it's not a fortune tell him to keep listening. And if he wants to uh, send us a list of war movies that he likes or wants us yeah. to discuss, we'd be delighted to do so.
0: Now, Brian is going to the movies. Should he go to the Imitation Game or Black Sea?
1: Well, I actually like uh, Black Sea. I got a, a kind of mixed reviews. I saw an Irish Times review in which they raved about it. But I think the Imitation Game would be the more satisfying, I have to say, of the two. Um, uh, this is a tough question. Mm, can on.
0: you remember the first movie you ever saw?
1: No. Well, I can I- remember. Uh, I can remember uh, going when I go, 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 going to the movies for the first time, being allowed to go for the first time on my own at night, uh, around confirmation time, and that kind of stuff. But um, as I've told you so many times before, basically, I used to go travel down the um, far end of uh, the main street in Wexford to collect my granddad's birdseed. And he would pay me a shilling uh, for collecting the birdseed. And then I would use sixpence and sixpence. My, on, uh, yeah, the yeah My mother matinee. assured
0: me mm. that she took me to uh, Clark Gable, Vivian Lee, uh Scarlett O'Hara movie. Yeah. What's the name of it? Uh, Clark Gable... You mean Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. Yeah. My mother always assured me that she took me to Gone with the Wind as a child and I sat quietly through the entire movie without making the sound.
1: So I can't remember. That came out in 1939, you know. I was
0: born in 41.
1: Okay, all right. By the time it got <laughs> so to Sorry. <laughs> By the time <laughs> it, got
0: it got to go, go. <laughs> yeah, hold on a minute now. Hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah this is typical of
1: you Oh, now. come on, No, come it on. is. Uh, all right. It well. is. All right, okay. Well, what's typical?
0: Well, A film is now released in America, and a month later it's here. Yeah. That was not the case then. No. It would be... A number of years before. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how if it would be several years now or anything. Well, like that, when but when
0: we're talking to your Mr. Anderson in Omniplex, yeah. he probably could no, tell us. No,
1: sure. Paul Anderson actually referred to that the, the, um, when we were talking to him after we were having a cup of coffee, and uh, he was talking about the, the the kind of graded release of movies. Yeah. And you know, in uh, in the past, so. I think that's what you're talking about. As well, there's a, um, a query here from a man called Simon French in uh, Wicklow. And he asks when the Seth Rogen, James Franco movie um, uh, interview is due out. Have you heard about this? No. This has been very, very controversial. It's due out, by the way, on the 6th of February. And what, ha- what, what, what the story of the movie is it's about these two uh, CIA agents who were sent uh, to North Korea to, uh, to kill the, the chairman okay, in North Korea, and uh, apparently a, a, a group um, has called Guardians of Peace, they've objected to this, and what they've done is they've hacked into Sony stroke Columbia's um, computer systems, and they've They've, they've, they've issued thousands and thousands of emails and emails about all kinds of things like social security numbers, like what uh, executives were earning and all kinds of other stuff. All right. um, and uh, so it, it, it's been very, very controversial. It seems to be continuing. And this crowd, Guardians of the Galaxy, they seem to be want to put on, they're putting pressure on Sony in order to get them to stop uh, the release of the movie. But it's coming out uh, in America and here on the 6th of February. The interview. it's called, it's called interview
0: well Philip will be back on Saturday at 6 o'clock with the picture
1: show. Yeah, could I just say George that yeah. one of the, the guests is a man called David Heyman and he was the producer of all of the Harry Potter movies and he also produced Gravity so he's a fascinating guy. Alright. So Thanks for listening to this Newstalk 106 to 108 podcast To download other programs or for more information go
0: to newstalk.ie